Welcome back to another episode of Resilient Leaders of STEM. My name is Heaven Watson, a student on Team 6904, Tara Watts, and I'll be your host for today's episode. We hope to inspire younger generations to pursue STEM careers and activities. We do this by interviewing creative leaders and getting to know their perspectives on different topics on the matter. For today's episode, we have a mechanical engineer from NASA, Ashley Carell. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. Yeah, so my name is Ashley Curiel. I am a mechanical engineer at the Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena, California. Nice to meet you, Ashley. Um, if you don't mind, we could jump right into the questions. Um, so can you talk a little bit about your high school experience and how it possibly helped you guide you towards this career path? High school. Um so unfortunately, during my high school years, I wasn't really involved in any STEM um, extracurricular activities through school. Um, I mostly was busy, you know, I played a lot of sports. I played soccer, softball, tennis, and, you know, I was, I don't know, I, w I wasn't a bad student, but I was just more worried about, you know, the fashion trends and doing my makeup and the and the boys <laughs> so, so i didn't really yeah completely understand it was it was more so like you got into it towards college well it's actually i did however my dad was uh he was an engineer back in mexico and a lot of you know back at home everything you know he it was stem heavy so even though i wasn't involved at school Back at home, I was very involved in his side business he had. So he, he um, when he came to the States, he began welding. Um, he was doing that before he became an engineer. And then so when he came to the U.S., his engineering degree wasn't valid. So he, he resorted to what he knew best, and that was welding. So on the weekends, he had a small business. He would do... Um, he would make gates for residential homes. And so I essentially would help him, you know, cutting the metal, taking measurements, um, mixing cement, um, painting, and doing all these other things. And so slowly through that, I kind of started getting more involved in like the hands-on um, mechanical, you know, aspect of, of you know, of, of building a, a, a gate. And my uncle as well, he was a, a mechanic and we would frequent his mechanic shop. So I think a lot of that stuff definitely inspired me and led me to my career. But um, yeah, in high school, I, I was, <laughs> I wish I would have been more involved like, like you guys are. I wish we had, I had these opportunities because I think it would have definitely helped me um, a lot. <laughs> I completely understand. And that actually sounds amazing. I, I wish I knew how to weld and uh, stir cement. I wouldn't even know how to do any of that. So that, <laughs> I, I still don't. Different. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. It's funny because my dad tried so hard to teach me. And no, it's I was just terrified. It's kind of scary if you've ever tried. Um, and so no, he, he tried so hard to try to get me well, then I, I, no, I, I, I couldn't. And it wasn't until college that I actually started welding a little bit. And now I actually wish I knew, you know, how to weld because 
right now I'm actually well um, working on welding designs. And so if I would have had a little bit more of that knowledge and experience, it would have made things a little bit easier um, and not have, you know, such a steep learning curve. But, uh, but yeah, if you want, if you, if you learn how to weld, you should, if you have that opportunity. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And you know, some things just work its own self out. Um, Let's move on to another question. What impact did your environment have on your mindset? if it had an impact on your mindset. Hmm. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? So um, what I'm saying is, like your environment, the, the area, more so the area you grew up in and like the, the people you grew up around, did they ever um, impact the way you thought through things or thought about things? Or like, just like the way, just like the way you would, um, continue to push on and to take this road for your career if if that was a better way of explaining it (laughs) yeah so I think well I think definitely like the biggest influence were my parents um especially my dad um because he's the one that had the the stem background and um, my mom, she she really wanted to go to college, but um, she grew up in a time in, in a family where they just didn't believe women should be going to school. So, you know, she but she always had that desire. She always wished um, that she she, you know, she would have attended college. And so I think because she, you know, now with children, a family to feed. She saw the, you know, the benefit of what would have been if she had attended college. So definitely there was a lot of like push from her um, because she knew firsthand like the disadvantages. So I think I think both my parents were really the ones who, you know, who helped me um, get to where I am. And my community, I think, you know, I I grew up essentially, you know, I was born in Mexico. I grew up in Los Angeles and then. We moved to Arizona and we moved to a small agricultural town um, of Yuma, Arizona. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of, I had family members working in the the fields, like picking lettuce and watermelons and all this other stuff. And there, I mean, there, it's just, it's hard work. And I, I truly admire them. It's, it's hard work. It's pain. You know, they, they're hunched over for many hours. They have to get up at like 4am. And so I think definitely that motivated, I mean, that's an amazing example of what hard work is, but I definitely wanted, you know, I saw how much, you know, struggle it was. So I, I think it helped me shape me with the mindset of like, Hey, I want to be hardworking because I, you know, these people are an excellent example. However, I want to be hardworking in a different way. So maybe not physically, you know, working in the fields or, or working some like physical intense work, but maybe there's other ways such as, you know, engineering, because, you know, even though I might be sitting on my computer all day or at times, it's still like mental. It's, it's, it's such a hard the mental, mental work. work. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to be physical. Exactly. Exactly. So I hope I answered your question. I <laughs> you definitely answered it, and you actually answered the couple other ones that I was gonna ask, but that's okay because <laughs> that's because we have more questions. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you know, speaking of work, um, I I would like to get into your work life. Absolutely. And I, I think like, you know, I'm a I'm what I'm considered at JPL like an early career hire. So I'm still, you know, I'm still pretty new, even though on and off with internships and now being a full-time engineer, it's only been like accumulated like three years. Um, but honestly, you know, when I had my first internship at JPL, I met people that went to like Stanford, MIT, and all these like really prestigious schools. And, you know, here I am, I'm like, ASU. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't I didn't really meet it. Like maybe like three or, you know, maybe like two or three more people that went. And I was like, so intimidated by that. Because I was like, oh my gosh, they're smarter than me. And, you know, they went to like, a more expensive school and all this. And um, I, I like slowly, it took some time for me to realize, like, you know, even though they went to like all these different, you know, prestigious schools that you have to have like a really high score in your SAT and all this, like, at the end of the day, we're like working at the same place. So maybe, you know, they took like this really <laughs> nice, luxurious route to get here. Maybe mine was a little bit bumpier. But hey, at the end of the day, we're still here. I'm still working. They, we have the same role. We're working together. Um, so sometimes it helps, but then sometimes, like, I have days where I'm just like, oh, shoot, like, I don't know anything. And <laughs> like, how did I get here? Did I slip through the cracks? But, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a working battle. I have to sometimes remind myself. Um, yeah. And, and you know what? Our experiences are what builds us into the person's and into the people person or whatever everybody identifies us as you know this is the that's how we grow to be who we want to be and who we feel like we we should be so you know that's okay you know those experiences help pave the way absolutely yeah and i think that's why it's so important like diversity at the workplace because you know and diversity not only in like the people's backgrounds, but diversity in the different schools they come from, you know, you don't want to necessarily just, you know, these schools definitely are prestigious and because they have such a rigorous program, but, you know, you want to branch out to other schools because typically, you know, a a certain demographic of students tend to get into those schools and like these really prestigious ones. So, And when you kind of, you know, get from all these different schools, you get a lot of people from different backgrounds and, you know, different backgrounds means different life experiences. And when you have like a really difficult, you know, um, problem to solve, it's good to have different insight from, you know, different angles. So, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's uh, it's it's really helpful and important. That that's very true. Now, you mentioned you did outreach. What exactly did that look like? So I, during college, um, well, I guess going back to high school, the the Relay for Life was something big in the community. So I would, um, I would volunteer at a booth. Um, the other things I would do in... Um, in I had an internship actually uh, a couple years ago, and uh, they that company had like an internal um, volunteer program. So they would bring in um, different 
group of girls from different high local high schools and we would you know kind of give them uh, we would do activities to kind of show them different like principles of engineering and stuff like that um so that was one and then um I did another one during college and that was um working with with students that came from um you know at one point in their in their lives they experienced homelessness um I actually did this because I found out and like I said I went to school at Arizona State University which is right next to it's in Tempe Arizona but it's it's right next to Phoenix and I remember hearing or reading that like I can't remember but I think it was like 30 percent of the homeless population in metropolitan Phoenix were women and children and I was like what like I it was such a surprise to me because you know I I've never seen them but I couldn't believe it I was like wow that's like children and women like homeless like I I, I can't believe like this is happening in our, you know, in our country. And so I found um, a program that matched people, matched mentors with, with, uh, with some of the kids. And it was honestly, it was such a great experience, you know, um, helping. I was, I was actually matched with this little girl and, you know, helping her out. And it came to things as, you know, helping her or questions she had about homework, but also just being like somebody to listen to maybe some of the the problems she's she's experiencing at home and with her parents or siblings, but also like some of the problems she's been having at school. So it was it was really nice um, to know that I was doing an impact, even if it was on one, you know, for one child. Um, yeah, it was, I really enjoyed that experience. That's amazing, and not to even do that. Did so? Did those experiences impact your career path in any way? Tuition and um, you know, like health and a stipend. I it gave me the opportunity to team up with some organization of my choice, and you know, have an outreach, create an outreach that would bring STEM into the classroom. And of course, I, I love space. So be able to add that to it as well. And so um, I did that. And I actually had like a, um, a outreach program back in, at Yuma. Um, because, you know, just like I said, when I was in high school, I didn't really have any of these programs. Um, and if it wasn't for my parents, like, I, you know, especially my dad, I wouldn't have considered becoming an engineer. So I thought it was important to have these experience, you know, this type of exposure to other students that, um, you know, especially some community that's like geographically isolated, but also, you know, largely uh, minority population. So, um, yeah, whenever, whenever I can, I, I do outreach um, because I also know like where I work, it's a privilege. <laughs> you know, not a lot of people can say like, I work for NASA. So yeah <laughs> that's wow actually that's actually really cool and amazing and that and you know taking your time to even start a program to help kids and families is it takes it takes a lot and I and I commend you for it um but now we know that you're a mechanical engineer that's your career your career correct um what exactly does your job entail? Like, 
what is the thing that you have to do that it is for a mechanical engineer? <laughs> so I, I guess my career path is a little bit different. Um, I think it's a pretty unique trajectory. So my background is in mechanical engineering. However, when I was in grad school, I started to do research on in, um, in the area of electromagnetics. And so because of that exposure um, is how I was, you know, is how I was hired um, to JPL because of, I guess you can say like unique skill. <laughs> and so it's really interesting because I work with a range of engineers. So I work with mechanical engineers, but my close uh, co-workers are all electrical and physicists. So I do like the mechanical, which is like design of, of hardware, you know, doing the analysis to make sure it withstands whatever load cases or, you know, whatever environment it'll be, uh, making sure it's safe for, for the user and for, you know, any hardware or instrument that it's going to interface with um, and, and, you know, everything that kind of comes with that. But I'm also like working with um, with these, you know, magnetics, which is more in the in the area of uh, of all the electrical engineers in my in my group, and so it's a little bit of both. So I do I do like the mechanical part, and then kind of ties in with the magnetics testing. So uh, I really like it because it's it's something different. There's definitely like a very steep learning curve. Um, electrical stuff. I, I have like no idea, uh, but I, my coworkers are very patient. And so they're always willing to, to answer any, any question I have and, and teach me. Um, even though sometimes I'm like embarrassed because I feel like the stuff I ask is pretty dumb because it's like pretty, you know, standard for in their field. But, uh, but yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty cool and patient. <laughs> Okay, that's that's awesome. You know, we we love someone who's patient and takes their time to teach um, and help improve on our own learning skills. Speaking of teaching, if you don't mind, can we uh, bring it back to college and what exactly your college classes looked like to even, you know, steer you towards this career path which you have? And was this your original major? Yes. So it, it was. Um, so I actually, so I ended, attended community college and I, I transferred to, to Arizona State. Um, my, ba- my associates, which actually didn't, I didn't find out until it was too late that you don't need like a full two-year associates to transfer. I don't know why nobody explained that to me, but <laughs> I stayed like the whole two years in community college and I was doing both. I was doing like a business, um, a business associate and also uh, a math. So that way I had my requirements to transfer to a, a four-year institution um, for mechanical engineering. Um, but I always had like the, 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 the business background. I was always like interested in that. I don't know. I think when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I'm going to build a business and, you know, be an entrepreneur and change the world. Um, but I slowly found out it's, it's not that easy. Um, <laughs> but it's always been pretty STEM related. 
And then, so I was taking all my mechanical engineering classes. And then I also, I was like, you know, I like doing research. I'm interested in, you know, in, you know, um, like research of the human body. And so I said, what the heck, like, maybe, maybe I want to consider med uh, med school. And so on top of my like classes for mechanical engineering, I was also taking like the prereqs for for uh, med school. So I was taking like, you know, I had to take bio one, bio two, I took um, what other class organic, or I took like all the chemistry classes plus organic chemistry. And um, yeah, so I can technically like, go to apply for med school if I wanted to. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't know because it, it just like put me through hell because I was like so overwhelmed each semester trying to like do all the classes and then plus these other classes that I don't know why I added on. Um, and so, but I, but I knew I was going to say like in engineering. I don't know why I was, I just thought like, oh, you know, if I ever have the opportunity to do like biomedical research, like, you know, I, I have like, this background or doctorates I have no idea it was I was confused <laughs> um, I love it I love it because you know always have options keep, yes. keep your options open you know you could go into a business if you wanted to you say you took business classes probably even be a math teacher I don't know the requirements for that but you have <laughs> uh, associates in math you know you always that's that's great that you chose to take on that challenge yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I definitely, obviously I, I stay with mechanical engineering because I, so one of the things I started slowly realizing as like, I started getting, you know, deeper and deeper into, into my uh, major that I saw like a lot of my classmates getting into like these really, you know, doing internships for like these really cool companies. And I wasn't necessarily like, I wasn't necessarily able to, um, to get into, inter get internships like that. So I kind of like took a step back and I was like, okay, well, what are they doing differently than I am? And so one of them was like, obviously don't take classes you don't need. So <laughs> that's when I was like, okay, Ashley, like focus, focus. You're doing mechanical engineering. Stop <laughs> getting distracted by all these other classes. And um, I also thought like they were joining like, you know, you, they were involved in like all these other clubs. So a lot of them were part of a very popular club you'll find in all universities as SIE Formula I think it's like SIE Formula One. Um, and so that's like you, the group of students like essentially build a race car uh, of a Formula One race car from, from scratch or something like that. And so I was like, you know what? Like I have to get more involved if I, if I want to be, you know, if I want to attract these type of employers, because um, I was thinking, you know, like what's going to happen when I graduate. So I started talking more to professors and hey, saying like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in the research you do. Like, do you have, a need for additional pair of hands in your lab or do you need a helper do you need a grader and slowly like that I started doing research and then I started getting involved in other student organizations like one of them was uh, Hyperloop where we did uh, it was a uh, it was a competition through SpaceX and actually the year that I joined we from 1300 universities we made it to the top 10 so we actually had the opportunity to go and um, you know go compete at SpaceX headquarters in Hawthorne. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, I mean, once I, I started getting more involved and I think anybody listening to this, you should, you should definitely get involved to make sure like the major you're in is like really something you want to do. 
Um, so yeah, so like those are essentially, you know, keep taking the classes I needed and then also get involved in extracurricular activities is, you know, definitely how helped me gain a lot of the skills I have, I have today. Um, and kind of that um, affirmation that, yeah, this is definitely something, you know, I, I want to do and I'm, I'm good at it. Wow. You know, like organ- getting into organizations, doing work, I'm, I'm already doing that, but like just hearing like at a college level is a certain type of, you know, it's different, you know, I, and I assume like it was very stressful and, you know, that's, 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 you know, that's life, but it still <laughs> is like still very cool to have so many different things to do. And yeah. that's definitely an experience. And speaking of experiences, if you don't mind telling me and the viewers, listeners <laughs> what does a day in your life look like <laughs> a day in my life um so I've been trying to think of like every day I wake up I try not to look at my my personal phone like because usually I go on and I'm like I go on Instagram and scroll and <laughs> just look at dumb memes um so what I've tried to do is just like wake up um try not to use my phone immediately even though I don't use my personal phone, I have my, my work phone. And usually like in the morning, it's like ringing, you know, emails and, and stuff. So I usually wake up, check my work phone. Um, and while I'm checking my work phone, um, you know, replying to emails or, you know, getting ready to join meetings and like, I don't know, getting coffee and getting ready to go to, to lab. And so um, usually it depends on the day, but sometimes it, you know, I'll be supporting a test. Um, so it's going to be more hands-on or, um, or, you know, if, uh, build, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm doing right working on is a lot of like hands-on. So I'm either like putting stuff together. Um, and then the other part is just like, you know, answering emails and putting paperwork together and stuff. Uh, engineers is not always sexy, but these are things that, that have to be done. Um, and so then probably I start wrapping up work at like five and then I head back home. Um, I watch TV on Tuesdays. This is, this is really embarrassing, but on Tuesdays I watch the bachelorette and, and then after that, I just like, I sometimes if I have a lot of work, then I'll like continue working. But, um, I always try to have like something that really distracts me and like lets me turn off my brain and so like a show like that reality tv the drama helps me (laughs) that's great you know I try to do the exact same thing that's called procrastination for me though because it gets bad um but for you that sounds good because you know every day is something new and that's is that's something I personally would like to get into something I Something where every day there's a new challenge, there's a new opportunity, there's a new something. And speaking of, as you go through your day, do you think the work dynamic affects you mentally? Like the work, are you talking about like the work environment? Yes, like the, yes, yes. (laughs) I definitely, I think so. I try to have you know, like, uh, I like to give off like a good environment. Um, or as people say good vibes at work, because honestly, you know, I, my coworkers, 
I see them more than my like family. I talk to them more than my family. So I want to like have a good environment. Like we don't have to be like best friends, but I want to like, you know, be around people and, you know, get along with them. So definitely, you know, if the dynamic is, is off or, um, you know, I, should, I don't know, things are too tense. It definitely does, you know, take a toll on me. Um, but one thing though, when I work, you know, after like, I don't know, things, if I'm just like not feeling the work dynamic or I have, to, I have to get work done, I listen to music and I can like, I can literally ignore everybody and just like focus and work. But, um, but yeah, no, I think it's, it, for me, it's, it's really important to, um, to have a good work dynamic and get along with everybody. And I think typically I do. Um, so it's not something I, you know, face a lot. That's, you know what? That's something. And so um, the next question, we mind you, we're almost done. Do not worry. I will not take up too much time than I need to. Um, <laughs> no, this is fine. I've never done this, so. <laughs> awesome. Me either. So we're both new to this. Okay. <laughs> um, so what steps would you recommend uh, to a person who would like to pursue your career? My biggest advice is don't give up. Um, STEM, I mean, just historically, STEM is, is a very difficult area. Um, there are, there will be classes where you, you want to give up, like you want to drop the class, get out of it. And I've, I've been there. I've literally cried, like try not to cry in class when I got a test, a test back and, you know, it was really bad. Um, there are going to be professors and, you know, teachers that are just so difficult, you know, nothing is good enough and they're, you know, they, they don't care. They'll fail you or give you a bad grade. Um, and you just kind of, you have to, you have to grow thick skin. You have to grow thick skin and, you know, just keep moving. And I think another thing is like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I think, I quickly learned that. And so what I would actually do when I was doing homework, I would go to the tutoring center. So immediately, like, I didn't understand something. I'll, like, raise my hand and have a tutor help me. Um, because, you know, sometimes you you think, like, you know, everybody's a little prideful. And you think, like, no, I got this. Like, I'm smart. I'm this, that. And, you know, if you don't do something about it, once you, like, start slipping in school, it's it's really difficult to get back up. So, you know, ask, ask for help. Um, I know sometimes in classes, they're huge. Like I've had classes where it's like more than 100 students. And, you know, the, the professor's going through something and, you know, you have a question and you're like, oh my gosh, maybe it's like a dumb question. And there's like 100 people that are, but honestly, if you have a question, most likely there is somebody in that same room that has the same exact question and doesn't want to ask. So, um, yeah, ask questions, ask questions. Don't, who cares what people think? I, I think that's the last one. That's, that's the other one. Like who cares what people think? You know, sometimes you're going to do, you know, you might see, I don't know, you, you'll do something dumb or ask a dumb question, or, or at least you think it, it's dumb. Who cares? Um, because, you just, you never, I don't know, you just never, never know what will come out of it. Um, so, you know, and I think when you care a lot about what people will think, it definitely limits you from your full potential. So 
you kind of have to have that attitude like you know what i don't care um and yeah just, i don't know there's so many things <laughs> who cares what people say and believe in yourself believe in yourself because honestly like it sounds so cliche but if you don't then no one will you just have to like i don't know pour out confidence and yeah i think so just you have to have a good mentality so yeah you know <laughs> I, I completely understand everything you said thank you for the advice you know i hope everyone took that advice let it process in your head and keep it somewhere in your brain and with that, our fourth episode has come to an end. We appreciate every individual who has taken time out of their day to listen to us. We will be posting updates about our podcast through our social media. So make sure to follow our robotics team on Instagram at T-E-R-A-W-A-T-T-S 6904 at Watts 6904 um, Would you like to shout out yourself or your social media? I don't have any. That's fine. <laughs> you know, shout out, shout out to you though. Love that. Um, and shout out to our sponsors, which are College Track, Raytheon, I Am Angel, NASA Legacy, and JPL, aka Jet Proportion Laboratory. Um, I'm Heaven, and this was Resilient Leaders of STEM. Bye, everyone. See you in our next episode.